The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. We are off and running another chilly morning, but uh, we're getting used to it now. Now we're just living our winter dreams. But it's uh, it's chilly again, so be careful out there. Bundle up. Don't freeze today. Had to scrape the windshield a little bit this morning. Did you? Not, yeah, well, yeah. not too bad, but not as bad as yesterday. Getting the freeze on there. Yeah. yeah, well, no more of that. You'll have a couple more days of chilly and then we're fine again don't worry about it we'll be okay our winter is uh basically yesterday today and then maybe tomorrow in the week i'll get you a scraper tomorrow (laughs) yeah you got to get a good scraper and you have to scrape (laughs) i just wait you know just drive around it'll melt yeah you know people don't i hate that i hate those seasons people we need seasons i'm like you you were a kid when you said you think of that i need winter you were a child you've never been an adult driving in that nonsense I remember my dad boiling water in the morning to pour it on his car door to get the ice off of the lock or off of so it would open. And then pouring it all over the window, like, slowly so that big chunk sheets of ice would come off. Like, that's that's your seasons. Take your seasons and shove them up your ass. I'll take this all day. It's a little bit cold. No big deal. Uh, I got a call yesterday, and uh, I'm actually, I'm not happy it happened, but I'm happy at what the end result. You know when, you know, they say... Uh, Every action has a reaction, you know, cause yeah. and causality. And got a call yesterday from TV's Doug Hopkins, 
And the first words out of his mouth after, hi, how are you, after the pleasantries are, you've been right this whole time, society and everybody in it. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And he goes, you're right. The human experiment is a piece of There's no reason to ever get a a medical test to find out if you should live longer. Being on this planet, everybody, you. Like, Doug, what's going on? Jesus. Yeah. I said, you you need to settle down. He goes, nah, the world, everybody. I'm like, Doug, I get your message. What's going on? Doug had a uh, a house on Scottsdale and McKellips area, right around there, right? On the border of Tempe, I guess, is that pretty yeah. Tempe, Scottsdale border. Uh, he had it uh, purchased. Now, it was a, evidently it was pretty run down when he got it, and he fixed it up. And he's like, we're not going to be able to get this back on the market. And any sort of, you know, semblance of quality to sell, it'll be sitting. He said, well, we have this empty house. Let's Airbnb it. Uh, and get it together. So uh, he and his group put together all the, you know, the, the they got his, his his girlfriends there and all these people are there and they're putting furniture in it. And he went out and he bought one of those game tables and he, made, he themed it, made a really cool deal, got it all in there a couple days ago and then uh, went back for the inspection because it's rented already for today. The people are coming today and went back yesterday and the backsliding glass door had been bashed out and everything in it is gone. Oh, man. Everything. In one day, wow. he moved it all in, and the next day, it was all gone. So Doug's end result was f- society. And I said, look, I know this is a really odd time, and you may not see it, but what's happened here is you've come to the dark side to realize there's no reason. This is a guy who, by the way, spent all of December giving $1,000 to strangers every day through the holidays. Uh, just saying, you know what? I've done really well this year, and I want to. And I need videotape it. And he's like, "Here's a thousand dollars to a waitress at a restaurant who was always nice to his mother." Just it was one of those people. Was like, you know, it was Jesusy. It was kind of wandering around saying, "Hey, my mom always says you're super nice to us." Uh, Doug's parents are super sweet people, and he's like, "I just wanted to be nice back and say you take care of them when you're when they're here, and I appreciate it." Thousand bucks. Here you go. And he counts out. Tried to give it to a lady at uh, Walmart. Thousand bucks in her hand. Other Walmart employees were like, "Can't do that. Can't give that." And so they started a big thing. So we ended up taking her aside and go, "Here's a thousand bucks. Don't tell anybody." So it was just fantastic. So he did that, and he's like, "I thought good karma would come my way, but f- that nope. F- society. I want my money back. F- those people and f- you." I'm like, all right, Doug. And then he said, "What I need you to do is talk to your f- listeners because I know one of them did it. And find out which one f- broke into my oh, house." And I'm dying laughing the whole time. But he's now a cynic. And he's now, because uh, uh, we had big discussions over, he just went and got his colostomy, he got jabbed and big He's tests. had a good run. Oh, he's, he's, yeah, well, he, had a, well, he did it on purpose. Like, <laughs> I know. That was the thing where you go and actually get tested. And I said, well, that's something you I... You got to do it. Yeah, he started yelling at me. He said, you got to do that. You're going to find out if you... Don't you want to be healthy and live? And I'm like, no, not necessarily. I'm, I'm okay with not knowing and then just finding out one day, oh, geez, this thing's going to get me. How's it going to hurt? And the doctor would say, yeah. And I'd be like, all right. When it starts hurting, I'll check out. That's fine because I just don't have that, you know, the human experiment is not that impressive to me. So it's not something I want to at least be sick and linger on with, right? If I don't know, if I don't go to the doctor to find out, I won't know I'm sick unless it hurts. And it drives Doug crazy when he goes, you were right the whole time. Can't wait to just bubble up in tumors and get the off this thing. I'm like, wow, this affected you. You should need to see this place. Oh, he was going crazy. I can't wait to see his next round of commercials on TV. Oh, it's going to be great. Look, mother 
I will buy your house for cash. I'm still cool like that. <laughs> I mean, I look at it this way. You know, for him, it's like imagine how many places he's had in some areas. You know, sure. I'm surprised it hadn't happened. You know, this is a different bird. Yeah, he's, he's never ever. It. Yeah, he's never put things in those houses. Yeah. He, he sells them. So it's not like, and he said it's been empty for uh, like 30 days. It's been. But the worst would be, you know, at least like you fixed up the place and you go in there and it's trashed. Sure. But there is nothing more violating than uh, your house oh, being broken just... into. I had that happen to me in that place in Sholo. When I got the call the day after Christmas, do you own this blah, blah, blah? And uh, Elaine Lawrence, yep. Well, somebody busted in last night. I'm like, what they got? And he goes, pretty much everything. I'm like, no kidding. I drove all the way up there. And the minute you walk in a house that's been uh, burglarized, you feel absolutely uh, victimized. It's a weird thing. To, someone... oh, yeah, you do. You feel you feel you feel raped. You walk in, you see that your closet is empty, except for a few things that are inevitably just tossed to the side. The bed was gone. I mean, they got everything, and it feels awful. They stole your bed too. They stole everything. Oh, they, everything God. but a couch. They, were, they took. That's everything. the thing that gets you too, because they had to. have been monitoring this thing oh sure right they're, they're the watching yeah. and whether or not someone in the uh, on that block knew about it and her friend oh, they're, they're, and it just well that's what the inspector for airbnb who was going through making sure the house is okay for the people to call back and say all right everything's going to be great you can come in at noon we'll have the keys ready here and the, the inspector's like i'm pretty sure they they left when i got here i'm pretty sure they i broke this up because there was a few things that were moved but not taken yet like the fridge and stuff like that so if you are the or if you are the piece of shit that did this to TV's Doug Hopkins, you know, give it back. What's wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? So did he have to uh, scramble canceled yesterday? To, oh, canceled. no kidding. Have to, you got to cancel because the back door's blown out. Ugh. You can't. And those aren't cheap, and you can't just order one of those and have it show up. It's be a few days. So yeah, pretty garbagey. Yeah, but he was. I couldn't help it. But like, oh, that's terrible news. And then, and then I'm just in hysterics after because he's so mad and he's yelling at everybody. Like he was lashing out. It out. Remember that scene that uh, um, Lieutenant Dan was mad at God. And yeah. That was Doug yesterday. He's floating around screaming, "All right, you! I don't like you, and you don't like me." But I felt bad for him. So if you do have any idea who did it, who done it, and then he's like, nobody, nobody cares. And I didn't know this, but now when you have one of those situations that happen, the new rule is that you go online and report it. And the, nobody shows up at the house. You just go on and say, I've been, I have to make a report here that my house has been broken into. And here's the stuff that's missing and things like that. It's online. It's all online. You don't call and bother and waste uh, police resources, essentially. They, they're not coming. According to Doug. I don't know if that's like if there's another way to make the cops show up, but this was the, what they told him. Like, go online and make a report. Like, oh, my God. Because, you know, what are they going to do? Oh, Jake. get on Craigslist. Yeah. Boy, he was, he was crazy. He's posted up there. But the good thing is, is uh, he now sees the world properly. It's now a proper way to see things. He said, you know what? <laughs> Judge people immediately by looking at them and saying, this is probably somebody that would rob my house. I'm not going to deal with them. Uh, go with Martin Luther King's philosophy of... Uh, Make sure that everybody around you is you're skeptical of them until they prove otherwise. That's basically judge them by the content of their character. Get to know everybody. But if you don't know them, stranger danger persists. This whole thing that everybody's your buddy and love will prevail is garbage. Stranger danger. If you see a stranger, suspect them of something horrible until they prove to you that they didn't do anything horrible. It's a fact. I saw an interview with an old English woman yesterday, 100 years old. And they said, what's the secret to um, long life love? 
Don't talk to strangers and never date a strange man. Avoid strange people. Like, okay, judgment is the key to a long life. Excellent answer. We got to get out of this hole. Everybody's okay. Normal is normal and weird is weird. And people who want to be weirdos or jerks need to be judged immediately. And that's how you survive if you want to, to be 100 years old. I have no interest in that. That sounds I awesome. would say be more honest to 100-year-old people. That's the key. That's pretty the honest. The key is don't do it. You don't want to be 100. Yeah, die. die. <laughs> Su- suicide at 80. Why are you asking me what I want? I'll give you the secret. The secret of lasting long is not having the courage to end it earlier. I live in a puddle of my own filth regularly. Last night, Suns game, they had a guy who was a World War II veteran. What a story. And he's like, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, this dude's got to be mid-90s right now. And there they showed him, and he's getting a Suns jersey, and you know, the crowd's going crazy, and everybody's both happy and proud of him. He's a veteran of World War II. That's amazing. And then I'm looking at him, I'm like, and they, and they started to show pictures of him when he was young. And then they showed him in his wheelchair, and it's like, ugh. But, you know, you'd like, to, you'd like to go out any other way than... Incapacitated. At least me. He can want to do that all day, but I can look at that and go, "Good on you. What a life. Time to go. It's time to go. This party's been over for a while." The question: Why? Yeah, word. And they gave him the jersey, and he couldn't. He didn't have the strength to reach for the jersey. And I'm like, ah, oh. it's it. But yeah, cynicism wins. But if you are the dickheads that stole from a house around Scottsdale and McAllister, I don't know the area very well. Uh, give it back. I like how he assumes it's our listeners, too. He does. Well, that's what he's talking I mean, about. It's your listeners. I just know it. I've been to your U-Fest. I know what the, some of those look like. I think it's the morning messes listeners, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> I told him that, too. I said, now, hold on. That's good judgment, fair. Just because we have a large audience. There's some people out there that we talk to every day that are horrible human oh, beings. Oh, absolutely. You can't get this many people in a bunch that we have and not have a good portion of them being, you know, absolute <laughs> Cards. So there's no doubt we we talk on a morning every morning to uh, a bunch of dickheads, no question, uh, criminal ones too. <laughs> and uh, but there's other stations in town that do it too. They just have a smaller audience, probably a higher percentage of f tards. Oh yeah. If you listen to the morning mess, you're kind of already an f tard. You have a very low bar for <laughs> entertainment, so that's kind of a thing. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But, uh, yeah, so sorry for uh, Doug Hopkins. You see Doug Hopkins today, pat him on the back and say, it's not all bad, dude, but keep your eyes open because most people are dicks. So, society, man, that's what I say. That's a beautiful thing. 
It's never, ever, this is a cynical, horrible thing to say. It's never, ever, ever going to all come together where we're getting along. Rodney King, the answer to your question is no. Can't we all get along? No. No. We've tried. It doesn't work. There's nothing. The best we can do is be suspicious of each other on a constant basis and uh, keep, keep it arm's length from everyone else. That's, That's how you get along. It's not getting along. That is uh, getting by. There's a difference. Getting along is like, hi, buddy. It's, no, we get along. You and I, we get along. Yeah. Uh, us and KDKB, we get by. Keep them at an arm's length. I don't want. I don't want them coming down. Well, I mean, think about it. Whenever the other stations come to our side of the building, what the hell's that guy doing here? We're immediately like, what's going on? Oh yeah, what's going on? He's got a couch we, in we, his we hands. bow up. We get territorial. Start wondering, and we know them enough. But you know, what are they coming down here to steal something? They coming down to what are they eyeballing something? We just assume they're up to no good, and that's the assumption you should have for everyone. Never talk to strange people. That's her success story. <laughs> Not Twinkies and coffee every morning or... A shot of whiskey in the afternoon, a shot of whiskey before bed. All those people that love that. Big people love hearing that when an old man lives to be like a thousand and they say a secret is pancakes and sausages and a Twinkie. And then big people are like, ah, it's not food. I can do whatever. This is a lady who's just after my heart. A beautiful, beautiful statement of... People are pricks. Know that early on and you'll live forever. Strange man who's interviewing me. <laughs> now, so, you know, introduce. You can. It doesn't mean that you, you, you isolate completely. You just don't deal that with. Great if she ended up. You with look that. at if he was a strange man. You're one of them. <laughs> I don't like no, the looks. Away. Of him. That's what old people all have. They have. I don't like the looks of him, and they just start saying it. We hang out with that old lady Paula, ninety three, and she just goes, "Ugh, avoid him." Like why? I don't like the looks of him, and I'm like, "God damn it! That is the way it should be." Under the way life could be. My grandfather always used to say, that oh. guy's NG, no good. No like, okay. good. Oh. Yeah, you saw, yeah, NG, you got nervous. Ooh. Yeah, I know. His, his grandfather's. Hey, well, well. NG's just a puzzle on Wheel of Fortune, missing some letters. I know, Gramps. <laughs> I get it. At least you've narrowed it down to two of the letters. <laughs> no good. So, sorry, Doug. We love you, and uh, you've got friends. <laughs> Don't make any more. They're not worth it. Martin Luther King's speech was all about judging people, but not by the color of their skin, by all the other stuff. Just because they're a different color doesn't make them an asshole. They're human beings. We're all assholes deep down. Assume that until they prove you otherwise. But yeah, being broke, having what your house, a pain. man, having your house broken into, I can tell you from experience, there's, and it, you know, you don't think it until it's happened to you. That, that feeling is a, uh, it's like the flu. It's a feeling. It, is, it isn't just an imaginary, like, oh, gosh. Your body reacts when you walk into a house that someone who shouldn't have been in there was in. And your body reacts in the worst ways. You feel sick. You feel like you can never be there again. They're coming back. They've been watching. Like, all the stuff that you're like, oh, I was a target. I'm, I am a victim, and I'm helpless to it. And your body gets, you get weak and sick and weird, and it's awful. There's no worse feeling having your house broken into uh, for, you know, your stuff, things like that. Your car, for some reason, is like, ah, crap. But usually it's not at home. When, you're, when your sanctuary is breached and things are stolen, that's not even his house. It's just something he owns and his property was in it. It feels awful. I felt bad. It was probably 16 years ago when I was looking for a house. And uh, my real estate person said, hey, I want you to check this area out. I know it's not on map, but check it out. It's a gated community. 
South Mountain. Nice. They just built. So we go over there and get through the gate. The first home, she's like, this is the one I want to show you. There's the, the, the custom door. Uh-huh. Shattered, kicked in. B- busted well, down, yeah. That uh, concludes this tour <laughs> of the neighborhood. I'm not, that's what you call a sh- hole. I'm not moving into it. Yeah, that's not a good thing. See, I always look at gated communities like, what are you afraid of? Like, something happened here, right? It's like, no, it's to keep the riffraff out. I see both sides. Yeah. Depends on the neighborhood. When I see a gated community in a, like, you know, Chandler over by that San Marcos, is that oh, and you see all the stuff that used to be around there, and then that beautiful gated community. I'm like, well, you're obviously keeping them out. Like the people across the street, that's who you've, you've targeted. So they've come over before, and you've had it. So you built a gator. But different. they don't realize it's open probably now uh, at least 20, 30 times a day with Amazon Prime. <laughs> right. They, they all have to go. they got to do <laughs> the deliveries. My favorite are new neighborhoods that gate. Like, we're preemptive striking the riffraff. We're gonna we're not even near a bad neighborhood, and we still know that you're going to see this in one end. So the gated community is a giant f- you to everybody else. Like, that's a, that's a way to live. If they didn't make you pay for gated communities, I'd love to do it. Me and my gay neighbors have talked about putting a huge gate at the end of the cul-de-sac. Evidently. Against and you can city get it codes. Zoned. No, oh, no you it's, it's it's a fairly hard process to gate the road off. Yeah. But what? we were gonna have an I mean, imagine my gay neighbors. I told them you design it. Mine'll be so basic it's ridiculous. It's gonna be like driving into heaven. Oh yeah. the pearls and the, the giant Fish birds with and the, water oh, coming out of their mouths. Yeah, we would have fountains on the edges. Some sides. Mouth, yeah. Just the, yeah, yeah. That might <laughs> might not be water. Oh, shooting sort of a um, milky viscous substance from that fish's mouth. That gate's made of twenty Davids. Yeah, it would be. I, I would. I would. Yeah, just a bunch of peeing boys. I'd be fine with that. It's still a gate, and it would probably every time it opened, you'd probably oh, song start. Birds fly out of it. But yeah, evidently that's a harder process than if you can't gate off your road from the other people. Like why? In a twink circle, then. What about fire trucks and stuff? Yeah, we'll give them a code. Here's the remote. If both people in the cul-de-sac want a gate, why not? Nobody else pulling in there. I mean, think you guys got to you guys got to agree to repair the roads and all. Sure. Like you got to maintain the the we street there and, all and that take stuff. it down. Yeah, yeah we would be in, we would be in uh, the the roads would be pink and flowering. I'd be yeah. fine with that. It's, it's awesome. And that's just to gate out anybody who just shouldn't even be wandering around. Weirdo. Yeah, so, sorry, Doug. But man, oh man. Pony wall. He, for a few days, is going to hate humanity. And it does feel, t- like I said, I mean, it, 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 those videos where he was so happy with, you know, like, all these people, the, the money he was giving these people. One lady broke down in tears, told him, my husband just got sick. We weren't going to, you know, one of those you know, movie things. We're not going to have Christmas. This saves Christmas. And Doug's, Doug's Jewish, for God's sake. He, it's like, saving Christmas is the worst thing he can do. It's the other, it's, he should be fighting against it. Beautiful moment, and then this happens. So he's like, "Nothing comes back. There is no karma. There is no good deeds." F- you and I'm like, "That's why I quit saying that to me." <laughs> he had to get it out. And then I said, "Are you coming to the Suns game tonight?" No, I sold my tickets anyway. F- <laughs> move, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> I missed my beeper. Anyway, it was a sad thing. So if you see Doug today, give him a pat on the back. If you see him on TV, pat your TV. Poor little fellow. And if you've had your house violated. Yeah, it's awful.
Sorry. I'm sorry for you. And all you douchebags who've ever busted into a house. And you're all busting in for drugs, you losers. You're breaking into people's things and stealing them. Having those, you know, you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're the reason society sucks. That's it. We could all get along if it wasn't for losers. And you know who's to blame? The mother and the father. They were losers that raised a loser. That's basically all it is. Period. Start hitting your kids. Start hitting your kids. Harder. Harder. You got to hit them harder. Those little pats on the butt aren't working. Those little love taps and standing in corners and timeouts. It's a bunch of bull (laughs) Just let them all to be fentanyl addicts who live at your house until they're 30. Give them a whack. Sometimes you're sitting there going, ah, our new method didn't work. Let's let's try the old way until we come up with something else. But a nice swift swat on the ass, and I'll tell you what else. No more seatbelts for a few years. That worked for us in the 70s. It made us cautious. The people that sit in front of me at the Suns game, they bring their, their baby. He's like one and a half. And I've seen him there a few times, and the guy's a listener, and he's talking to me. And uh, I looked at his baby's head. has got a big bruise on it. And I'm like, you know what's good here? I'm seeing a mother and a father and a kid with a bruise on his head. I'm like, somebody's getting it done. You guys are getting it right. And he goes, yeah, he fell off of something. He goes, I kept telling him, don't stand up. Don't stand. He's standing on the edge of this thing. And he's like, don't stand. And then he fell down, hit his head. And he's like, guess what he doesn't do anymore? I'm like, stand up. And he goes, yeah, he doesn't do that on that little thing anymore. He's not standing. Learn less. Big wonk on your head will learn your lesson. And uh, dad's, dad's, you know, even a flick from my dad's middle finger on my forehead. Punk. God Damn it, how does that finger hurt so much? All right, I got to stop doing whatever that is. Whack your kids around. Five across the mouth. It always helps. Ready, go home and hit Kirby. That's enough of that. Whatever she's up to, whatever she, whatever she's doing that you don't like, she needs a good swap. Because the dangerous thing is there. Sorry, wake her up on the weekend. She'll kick your ass. That's the problem. <laughs> you want to go, old man? Let's do this. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you imagine Brady spanking Kirby, no. the presence that would come to Kirby. Like, Kirby, the best thing that could happen is you could piss Brady off. And and have him actually swat you once because you would you'd get a Rolls Royce you'd have so much guilt gift. I hit her. Here's a Wendy's franchise. I'm sorry. <laughs> Daddy sold all his bone marrow so I could buy you this Ferrari. That's better. Now I hit me again, old man. All I need is my Shriners blanket. <laughs> yeah, you would be the saddest man in the world if this paddleball oh, game and this remote. I smacked her. Oh, she's never gonna love me again. That's right, Danny. Unless you got me a Rolls Royce. <laughs> F- you. Anyway, don't break into people's houses, losers. If you're thinking about it, or you just did it. Stop. Turn around and give it back. Breaking into houses. That was with my friend Grant once. I didn't know what we were doing. Grant was the guy that, I'm surprised he's still alive. In fact, we used to say, when Grant dies, not if Grant dies, and then we'd make plans for his stuff. When Grant dies, I want that guitar. Like, that was a kind of, I want that whole, he had a Les Paul, I think he probably stole it. So one day, uh, we're driving along on uh, at, and over by Dobson Ranch Golf Course, and he goes, oh, bro, stop for a second. I'm like, why? Stop. I'm like, all right. With two other guys in the car, so I stop. He's like, my, my brother lives in here. I'll be right back. And, uh, Five minutes later, Grant comes running out with clothes and an amplifier. Go, 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 go. I'm like, what just happened? They're not home. I broke in. I got my stuff back. I'm like, well, this isn't mine. And he holds up the amp. And I'm like, you stole that amp. Well, I want this. It's a PV amp. It's a mini amp. But God damn it. Am I driving a getaway car right Accessory. now? What just happened? Just go. Like, no. Put it back. It's my brother's house. It's cool. If it was cool, you wouldn't be running away. What are we doing? 
Thanks for driving the getaway car, bro. Uh, no, I did not do that. Don't tell me. I drove. I didn't. I'm telling your brother what we did. Don't. And then they're like, I can't be friends with this guy anymore. He's busting in his. Not too hard like, for him to put together his clothes. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. They were his clothes. <laughs> yeah. This stuff's all mine. He claimed it like it was his, and then he held up the amp. Except this, he made clear the thing he actually did. Except this, I wanted this. Did he hook you up with anything for driving? I didn't the getaway want anything. Car? No, I didn't. I didn't. Man, I wanted out. Weird. I wanted out. This is so Italian. I wanted out. I didn't want the pack of cigarettes. Every time I get out, yeah. once you're in with Grant, there's no leaving. Right. I'm like Grant. I'm not driving. Never, ever, ever. For a man named Grant Steinbruggy, never pull over when he says, "Hang on a second, I want to go in here for a second. because it's gonna. It's it's a it's. It's, he's going to rob this, the TCBY. He's going in. He's got to say hi to somebody at this yeah. house. He doesn't want yogurt. He doesn't want to say hello. He, he's going to rob the place. There's no question. I'm going to pull, go, over, go, at the, go, go, pull go. over at the yogurt shop. I'm going in. Why? Nobody wants yogurt. Just do it. Why are you bringing a gun in with yeah, you? Why do you have your mask? What are you doing, Grant? Just hold on. Wait here a second. I'm coming back. With yogurt? That machine won't fit in my trunk. <laughs> drive, drive. It was crazy. Yeah, don't bring him. Don't do that anymore. Man, I can say that till I'm blue in the face, but Doug Hopkins is right. F- society. There's people out there who well, Doug's rich. He's fine. And that's the problem we've got. Yeah, that's, he can take it. That's the attitude we've got that makes everything miserable. It's the class war that some people have and some people don't. And the ones who don't think that robbing the ones that do is some sort of vindication. You know, those kids needed to be knocked around more. That's all there is to it. That's it. Or thrown in jail at an early age. That's it. Like seven. You can tell. If your kid's a loser right now, you can tell. Put him in a put him in a cage and let him get used to it. That's how it's going to work. Uh, let's get a wake-up song in honor of poor Doug. Uh, 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.